Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Romantic Comedy Month Week 3 jumps into the future <laughs> from our past two weeks. We've been doing it in a weird order yeah. that I hope winds up making sense once we finish off the month. <laughs> but we started in 2002 with Sweet Home Alabama. Mm-hmm. Went back in time to 1992 mm-hmm. with Love Potion Number 9. <laughs> and this week for uh, Romantic Comedy Month is the 2020 American science fiction romantic comedy film Palm Springs with Andy Samberg and I can never remember her name, <laughs> Kristen Milioti. Uh, she was so fantastic in this. She, I'm just going to say yes. that right off the bat, but I had never seen her in anything or so I thought. I was like, <laughs> she's really awesome. I wonder, oh man, I bet, she's, she, bet she hasn't been in anything. Uh, what she is probably most well known for, even though I never watched the show more than like an episode to realize it was not for me, <laughs> but she apparently played like the mother on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Because like the end of that show winds up being that like he meets their mother and has kids and then she fucking dies and then he winds up with the girl from the rest of the series anyway. So she's only in like one season or something. Gotcha. And she's like the mother, but then she just gets killed off. It's like, ah, fuck her. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) I know people were really mad about the end of that show. So I feel bad that that's like what she is Mm -hmm. probably most known for. (laughs) But the thing that struck me i was like oh holy shit yeah she is jordan belfort's first wife in the wolf of wall street oh all right yeah right as soon as i as soon as i read that i was like oh yes she is <laughs> like not even a like oh i'll have to look at that and double check he was like nope yep that's her 100 <laughs> percent. very distinctive but it's it's really wonderful and obviously, Andy Samberg as the lead. Yes. Also fantastic. I love him. Uh, yeah. Truthfully, <laughs> it's it's really fucking hard to not like that guy. Yeah. Uh, at least from my point of view, like he's <laughs> he's just he's just charming enough mm-hmm. to offset how annoying he can be. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there there are certain people who. Uh, do not have the charm levels, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the annoying aspects seem worse. Yeah. Uh, he has, I think, a great balance. Yes. He can turn the annoying into funny. Mm-hmm. And, and also just turn it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so wonderful, the 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 like quieter moments in this movie mm-hmm. where you get to see, like, Andy Samberg is acting? Yeah. Like, he's not <laughs> in a Lonely Island thing mm-hmm. or Brooklyn Nine-Nine where he's super zany yeah. or on SNL where everything is, yeah. like, amped to 11. Or like, in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like 
he, he it's just him. It's not yeah. like him and a bunch of crazy, goofy, weird buddies. It's like, no, no, no. It's yeah. just, I mean, you, you can sort of count J.K. Simmons as a crazy, weird buddy of his <laughs> in this I movie. I didn't know that he was in this. <laughs> I did not know that either. I had no clue going in most of it other than like, I mean, they may have shown him in the trailer when we saw it the first time. I remember when the trailer like released, we mm-hmm. watched it mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, cool. And so that was really my only thing with mm-hmm. it. You know, that was really all I had was like, okay, I know it's a, I know it's a time loop movie and I guess it's in Palm Springs. I, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, that was really all I had left from like, what was this movie about? So it was fun to just go into it and be like, all right, let's see what happens here. I had forgotten even more. From oh. the trailer, because I had completely forgotten that it was a time loop movie. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's a great way to go into it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was that was definitely an interesting ride for the first <laughs> few minutes or so. Yeah. Um, OK, <laughs> I had uh, I had a few notes in here as the like plot was progressing in the beginning mm-hmm. about like, I know that there's going to be a loop. And it's, you know, the movie just opens with him, like, waking up in his bedroom with his terrible girlfriend, Mm -hmm. clearly miserable. Mm -hmm. At one point, he literally says, would you kill me? And (laughs) she's just like, oh, come on. Like, it's just like the most miserable guy in the world, (laughs) essentially. And you see him sort of going through the day. He's at the wedding for, I don't even, it's just her friend. Yeah. Right. Like it's his girlfriend's friend who's getting married. So yeah, he's she's at a the bride, wedding. She's a bridesmaid. Yeah. So like he's at the wedding, but he clearly doesn't yeah. want to be there or anything like that. Yeah. And like it, it was fun to look at it in retrospect once you do realize what's been going on. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, so he's a dick. He doesn't you know, a dick in the sense of like he's wearing flip flops and a Hawaiian shirt and shorts to a wedding and everything yeah. like <laughs> doing stuff like that. When you realize later, like, oh, he's been he's already been here. Yeah, this is a while into it, especially when you see some of those like other earlier ones where he's in a tuxedo mm-hmm. at the wedding where it's like that was way that was before he lost all hope. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> clearly been in this day for so, so, so long. Yeah, but like. I was expecting it to be like, okay, and then at the end of this first run through, mm-hmm. him at the wedding or whatever, at the end of it, he's going to wake up and it'll be the start of the day again and he'll be like, oh my God. So yeah. it was it was great that the movie flipped it mm-hmm. and had it be that it was her first time through it, yeah. but he had already been doing it forever, yeah. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> as far as he knows. Um, what did you think was going on when he was walking through the dance floor and like doing things and like grabbing cups from people and like putting chairs under people who are about to fall. Like- I, he just seemed so suave. I was like, how the fuck is he this charming? I, I mean, in that case, it kind of works on you, like how yeah. it works on her. Yeah. It's exactly. just like, oh, okay. Um, wow. He's just what? like really receptive to what's going on. Yeah, he, he, he gets the vibes that everyone is putting down, like to yeah. a T. Um, that's, that's actually really fucking hysterical. Like, seeing it that way. Um, and so he and he, you know, he goes up to Sarah, who is the sister of the bride. She's the maid of honor. She's a mess, uh, you know, as far as her family says. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, she's sort of self-deprecatingly, like, says that she's a mess and, like, all fucked up or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's really just because everyone else thinks that of her, yeah. that she thinks it of herself. Like, clearly, that's 
sort of the deal that's going on with her. Yeah. And I was a little, like, I was a little uneven about it because I was like, oh, man, everyone's miserable in this movie. Like, there's no <laughs> foil, you know what I mean? There's yeah, no, yeah. like, this guy wants to fucking die, and she, like, is bubbly and comes in and does, you know, it's like, it's, mm -hmm. obviously, as the movie gets going and it shows how different it kind of is playing things mm -hmm. with uh, basically just in regards to kind of everything <laughs> you know in terms of a normal rom-com yeah uh so it, clearly it's a better idea to not do the just like they're an odd couple do mm -hmm. you know it's more fun to, to to change it up a little bit but i was a little like oh man is this gonna be like really bleak where they just like <laughs> keep asking each other to kill each other or something yeah. like it's gonna get dark real quick uh, thankfully, it doesn't get that dark. Yeah. As far as I can remember, I am kind of just like going off memory and looking at some notes as we go. Like, I don't think it gets too <laughs> crazy dark. Like, other than, you know, killing yourself to start the day again. Like, okay, that's it just that comes with the territory. If yeah, it, You yeah. know, it's like that's one of the classic bits in Groundhog Day and all that kind of stuff where it's like <laughs> that the time loop movie has the part where you try to die and it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. They just do it like a few more times and it's yeah. sort of like worse, you know, like fucking later with J.K. Simmons where he gets hit by the car and he's like bleeding out but still alive and apparently mm -hmm. goes to the hospital and they keep him awake for yeah. days. So he can't even fall asleep yeah, to restart yeah, the loop. Exactly. Like, so it's like they make it a little more like, ooh, so I guess it is kind of dark, mm -hmm. you know, like that. I get, just thinking now that specific <laughs> line of his of like, there's nothing worse than like a long slow death in the ICU yeah and it's like oh you can hear that that's coming from experience yeah <laughs> like he has probably done everything yeah over the course of however many days he was doing it before mm -hmm. he gets her mixed up in it I was pleasantly surprised how the <laughs> the like nonsense really just got going you know what I mean it's like he Flirts with her real hard, mm -hmm. goes and talks to her for a while. They have their little heart to heart. Uh, you know, you kind of figure out later that he's clearly been doing this a lot. So he knows a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So he knows like what to bring up and how to mm -hmm. make her like him and that kind of stuff, which they don't dwell on too much. Yeah. You know, like they don't really go into like his like pre the day that he gets her locked in the loop with him you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. in that kind of stuff they don't go into that too much which i was a little bit bummed by you know yeah. I, I like there's a danger of becoming like a live action family guy episode <laughs> but i just i kind of wanted more cuts back to some of his like mm -hmm. failed attempts at doing different things you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> the goofy shit that he got into mm -hmm. i was hoping for more yeah uh but i was at least glad that there were like a few mm -hmm. you know like the, the whole sequence with roy where yeah. he talks about how he partied with Roy once is, is a great fucking sequence. <laughs> um, but like the fact that he, like he takes her out into the desert, which is like, why would he bring her anywhere yeah. near yeah. that cave yeah. to go do it? Like you go out to the desert. The desert is huge. You could literally <laughs> be miles away and be in a spot exactly like the one that they are at. Yeah. And but it just happens to be that they're literally like feet from the magic cave. <laughs> um it also uh, it confused me at first but i kind of figured out like why would because okay to explain it as it happens in the movie because we're about to talk about something and they're gonna be like wait what, what? they haven't seen it um but while they're like making out and getting ready to have sex 
I literally almost wrote Jake so many times in my notes because I was like, yeah, it's Jake. Jake Peralta. No, it's not. Yep. It's Niles. That's never going to sound right to me, (laughs) no matter what. Um, But Niles then just gets fucking hit with an arrow. Yes. (laughs) Right in his shoulder. And he freaks out and starts screaming over his shoulder to a, like, a guy he apparently knows. Yeah. Named Roy, who (laughs) is hunting him through the desert and is J.K. Simmons as well. Yes. And uh, I like the fact that that isn't as huge of a thing as I thought it was going to be. Like, it, mm-hmm. like right when it happened, I was like, okay, like, that's funny as fuck that he just <laughs> gets hit with an arrow yeah. and then hit with another arrow in the leg, too. It's very, <laughs> very uh, Ace Ventura. But I was a little bit afraid, like, oh, God, is this going to is it going to be like a chase mm-hmm. movie? You know what I mean? Where it's like every day that he wakes up, he has to run to make sure he's not being murdered. You know what I mean? It's like, how did he how did he make it through the wedding perfectly safe if this guy is hunting him? Doesn't he yeah. know where he is? This is going to be a nightmare. And then eventually they explain it. It's like, oh, it's actually just once in a while that yeah. this guy shows up to try to kill him. He lives in Irvin. yeah. Irvine. Yeah, <laughs> he's just just far enough away that it's too much of a hassle to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So he fucking uh, like loses him. You know, he, mm-hmm. uh, Roy is looking for Niles, and 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 he loses him. So then Roy walks into this like glowing cave. Yeah. Uh, which there was like a brief thing at the beginning of the movie that showed like the earthquake and the earth splitting or whatever mm-hmm. that opens up yeah. this magical cave. My first note was, please let the goat live. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's sort of funny that it actually comes into something later. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but also uh, it was something that looking way too much into the like practicality of the things that they do that bugged me about that goddamn goat. Uh, but either way. So Roy walks into the cave mm-hmm. and then <laughs> almost said Jake again. <laughs> Niles is like crawling into the cave after Roy has gone through, like to you know, make sure he doesn't see him or whatever. Yeah. And he's dragging his <laughs> fucking well, like broken was, he, body. He, he, yeah, he got yeah, double arrowed. Yeah. So he's not feeling too good. And he's dragging himself through the cave. And then Sarah, who has followed, shows up and sees him like dragging himself into the yeah. cave. And he's like, no, don't come in here. And then he like swoops mm-hmm. off and wakes up mm-hmm. again. Like the same thing we saw at the beginning of the movie. Obviously, the movie does explain it as it goes on. But like, did you have any specific like, wait a minute, what kind of what kind of time loop thing is this? Because that was your first yeah. exposure to the time loop concept. You were like, oh, well, okay, he's waking up again. I mean, not the first time exposed to no, the no, concept. No, no, I mean in this in, movie. In this movie, yeah. yes. Because I, I I already had it in my mind. Yeah. So I knew like, oh, oh some of this stuff is going to get explained. I just, I was confused about what the cave was. Like, yeah. And if that was like the only reset. See, that's, uh, that so... is what I was going with when i when it first happened that was what my like confusion on the concept of the mm-hmm. time loop was was like oh so it's so it's voluntary like he could just keep living the rest of his day but he wants to go back to the beginning yeah like if you're doing it on purpose but then later you kind of realize like okay roy went into the cave because he lives in irvine 
and it's easier to just go into the cave and wake up back in his house than it is to fucking try to like drive home for some reason yeah so that makes sense yeah. and then him pulling himself into it when he's gotten all arrowed makes sense because it's like this sucks yeah and i'm, I'm just, just gonna, gonna lay here in pain yeah until the next <laughs> yeah so i'm just gonna go into the cave and start it over yeah so later it, it, it did like make sense to me so he's he's in the pool like he was at the beginning of the movie again, and he has the same conversation with the guy in the pool again. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah bursts out mm-hmm. and is like, what the fuck did you do to me? And it starts freaking out on him. So you know now, oh, she did follow him through the cave. Yeah. I sort of understand why they did exactly what they did right in that moment where she like comes out. And she's like, what the fuck did you do? And she jumps in the pool and comes at him. And then it like... <sighs> goes back to the beginning of her day mm-hmm. i get later on that you kind of put more together of like oh and then the shower and the whatever and it all kind of it's like a it's it's really more of a second viewing scene mm-hmm. because in the moment i was like i don't need this i understand what happened yeah she went through the cave she woke up she knows it's the same day she's coming to get him mm-hmm. considering how much they go back to her beginning of the day and specifically, like, how what they reveal about the beginning of her day mm-hmm. still felt unnecessary. It felt like the movie, it, it, it just started getting messy. It was like, okay, <laughs> we're working with multiple days here, and now we're flashing back, but in the same day, but for a different person. Like, guys, <laughs> there's a lot of plates here. We got to keep them spinning. Like, you got you to gotta get, get some control here. <laughs> and that is when we see the first, like, because that first day... We see everything and we sort of assume that that's just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of is because he continues to respond the same way the next day, you know what I mean? Where he <laughs> yeah, says yeah. the same things, where he's kind of perpetuating like what the day really was in its original iteration or maybe mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, but that's the moment where it's like things change considerably when her sister comes out like to find out what the fuck is going on. Like why her sister leapt into the pool to attack this guy <laughs> and is like throwing beers at him and stuff, like just like going mental. Yeah. And she slips in the water next to the pool and fucking cracks her teeth yes. on her wedding day. And I was like, oh my God, okay, this is wonderful. <laughs> like this is this is gonna be a fun yeah. ride. Like you could just sort of tell right from there, like, oh shit, the, the, like this kind of stuff is probably gonna keep happening. Yeah. And that <laughs> that included one of my favorite lines from uh, peter gallagher who played the girl's dad mm. or stepdad was it stepdad or stepmom i think it was stepmom stepmom okay so yeah the girl's dad peter gallagher he's wonderful he's mm. in um the house on haunted hill remake from uh 1999 all right i loved that movie watched that movie a shitload he's wonderful in it uh what do you know him from i don't remember oh he's in mr deeds Yes. The guy with he's yes. got the huge eyebrows and all yes, that stuff. Yes, they've yes. they've sort of uh, lightened and thinned out <laughs> as he's gotten older. They're not quite as prominent as yeah. they once were. Uh, but they're still majestic. <laughs> uh, but he has one of my favorite lines in the goddamn movie when he says, this dentist glues teeth. <laughs> he's so excited that he has called around and found a dentist who will glue her teeth that day so she yeah. can do the fucking wedding and everything. And her, the fucking the sight of her. Like cheering mm-hmm. with blood in her mouth, like yay about yeah. this dentist. It's just like, oh god, that's this a is rough gruesome. image. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, it was pretty cool though. Like how often 
notes of mine were answered and how great that felt yeah you know what i mean like after so many it's like even even some of the like better movies that we have watched and done there have been plenty of things where i've been like what is up with that and they never go back to it (laughs) and it's never brought up again and never explained yeah there was another question i had that i think i actually deleted unfortunately because as i was writing it the movie explained it <laughs> and i was like oh okay that's cool all right and i just like got rid of the notes yeah. <laughs> just like that's unnecessary because they got it they're cool they don't need me they got it they, they're professionals yeah i feel like i didn't write as many notes for this one because i was like it was same thing like oh what what oh, oh okay all right i just gotta Go along for the ride. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> what it was was I was like, wait a minute. So it just restarts when you fall asleep. So like how far into the future can you live? Mm-hmm. And then they show like, oh, she drives all the way back to Austin and she stays up as long as she possibly can. And so it's assumed like they show the next dawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is like, oh, wow. Okay. So she's made it to the next day. Yeah. And then falls asleep and wakes up again. Um, <laughs> there, was, there was something I saw somebody else ask in like, uh, you know, comments and threads and things about the movie online uh, was like, what if you fall asleep during the day? Like, what if you like take a nap? Mm-hmm. and like the other person is sitting there with you yeah you know what i mean and it's like so they fall asleep and what do they just disappear and go back to the start of the day does the sleeping only take effect at like midnight yeah you know what i mean where it's like if <laughs> yeah. you fall asleep at nine and wake up at like eleven thirty, you still got a half hour a day before it resets <laughs> if you fall asleep you know what yeah. i mean like once it's past midnight though you fall asleep, you start over. <laughs> or if you're asleep at midnight. Exactly. Like if you fall asleep at 1130 and it goes through midnight, then you wake up the next morning. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that would be how I would explain it. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> In the end, it winds up not mattering, really. Yeah. It's more so the the weird spatial stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, so they fell asleep. Like, like really, th- like if they were out there in the desert and he fell asleep out there yeah would he stop being you know what i mean like if she didn't go into the cave Mm -hmm. and she didn't also get stuck in the time loop and they had sex out in the desert and then like fell asleep when would he stop being there or would that version of him keep living with her out in the desert and he just thinks he goes back to the beginning of the day i mean niles had said something earlier on to Sarah when she was asking a bunch of questions and Mm -hmm. she she essentially said something like you know so if I fall asleep the day just starts over and he said for you right so like it starts over and her perspective then is the next day like she just doesn't remember what happens the rest of that day yeah I, that that's that's what's yeah, just that's, so it, it's yeah. like there's no real way to ever explain it because yeah. there's always just so many questions like so each of these days creates another different future for these people and yeah. a shitload of them end with them dying you know what i mean like yeah. there's a whole <laughs> lot of branches of history where it's like and then they went to the wedding and then miles and sarah perished in a plane crash mm-hmm. and <laughs> so it you know, really put a damper on the day 
Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of those timelines are horrific and dark. Yeah. <laughs> and then there are other ones though where they just fall asleep and then wake up the next day and apparently keep living. Yeah. In those weirdo timelines, but you never see those. Those just mm-hmm. happen, I guess. Yeah. And that was the one thing that that um I was very intrigued in about how the end of the movie was going to play it. Yeah. Was like, okay, so if they decide that they're going to try to get out of it, then they're going to, I assume, try to make the last run through of this day the best it can be mm-hmm. so that the future they're getting hopefully is the branch of that timeline yeah <laughs> however it maybe works um and i guess you know it might be asking a little much for a like real deep down like <laughs> you know like here's the fucking model for how the space time works in this movie you know to, mm-hmm. to to have the movie explain it that deeply yeah there were a few bits in the movie and that kind of stuff that did bum me out a little bit of like you're just gonna okay like <laughs> I, I even read a few things the trivia section on imdb for this movie is basically just people writing down shit that they said on the commentary track because there's a commentary like audio feature on hulu for this movie Mm -hmm. which is pretty neat but the the trivia page is basically just you know andy samberg said that they did this and and (laughs) there's a few of them in there that are really funny where it's like i don't think the person who wrote this understands what a joke they were telling on the (laughs) <laughs> on the commentary you know like they took it as fact mm-hmm. when clearly what they are saying is so absurd yeah. that it's <laughs> like they are joking that's not a real trivia fact for this movie uh okay but one of them was talking about how like there were a bunch of things that they wanted to leave just unexplained like and that's just up to you and that's not one of my favorite things in the world. I'll put it that way. <laughs> like, especially considering how well I felt the movie did at explaining or at least playing with mm-hmm. the concept and showing how it, you know, changes them and, you know, how they change the day and mm-hmm. all the crazy choices they can make. I love that fucking line about like one time I did a bunch of crystal and made it all the way to Equatorial Guinea. Yeah. <laughs> like that's fucking hysterical. Like just the things that they do. From that point on, essentially, once he, like, explains to her, like, hey, you're in this, too, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, and I told you not to follow me, but yeah, uh, let's maybe make the best of it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so they start hanging out. It's not like it hasn't been done before. Yeah. But for some reason, I think it's the fact that they throw in that wrinkle of, like, there is a way to get someone else stuck in it. Yeah. You know, every other time this happens, it's like it's happening to someone and they got to figure it out. Yeah. And sometimes there's ways for them to, like, you know, uh, communicate through loops and, Mm -hmm. you know, build up something or whatever. But most of the time it's just them and they have to figure it out. Yeah. But in this case, being able to be like, oh, shit, he's sort of spread (laughs) the disease to her on accident. Um is is definitely like a much more fun wrinkle and the two of them together yeah are are wonderful in that like (laughs) that just sort of like anarchic (laughs) just you know (laughs) nonsense that they get into yeah that felt very natural for them you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like i don't 
I don't know if I would have bought almost anyone else doing that thing when they fucking like burst into the bar. The dance? Yeah, that big old yes. like dance sequence and shit. Like, I don't know if I would have bought that from any other two actors together. Yeah. Like, that just worked. It, it really did. They had the, the perfect chemistry for it. Yeah. Just the goofy relationship. Mm-hmm. It's it was like perfect. seeing them, you know, obviously the whole point of it is that they sort of grow together but how could they connect and then it just sort of happens you know it's mm-hmm. just like this big long montage of them like experimenting with life yeah you know what i mean there was one really great uh just one moment in the car when he says something uh he says something about like we have no choice but to live you know like yeah. she's she's asking about like what happens if we like die or what happens if we do that you know and he's like there's no, no, the nothing that I've done has, has yeah. been able to stop this. <laughs> However your day ends, whether it's sleep or death or whatever, mm-hmm. it starts again. Yeah. So we have no choice. Like there is no way to end this. So we have to live. And like, did it seem to you like that sort of fell on deaf ears a little bit? To her? Yeah. You know, like it, it, like you obviously they had a ton of fun. And like right after that note is is the happy millionth birthday dipshit mm-hmm. that I wrote into my notes that was just like, oh, what a wonderful <laughs> fucking scene. Like her throwing him a party like yeah. for being in here for so long or whatever. Like there's just something really sweet about it and everything. And it's clear that they're kind of like having fun with it. You yeah. know, I, I wrote down like it's uh, I like the effect of like seeing them wake up so many times. And seeing them wake up in different ways and seeing them wake up happier, you know what yeah. I mean? And that kind of stuff. Like, it's a really, really uh, economical and brilliant way to show your characters, like, getting into it. Where it's mm-hmm. like, it's a repetitious montage because literally the entire movie is repetition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's already <laughs> built into it. So you're not bored seeing them wake up a bunch of times you know yeah. what i mean like oh jeez because it's like well this is the whole fucking point of the movie it's yeah. gonna happen a billion times there's no way to get around it so you may as well use it to your advantage you yeah. know and, and have it portray more than just oh the day started again mm-hmm. you know seeing how they're reacting to that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but she was you know i mean y- y- it's understandable that she's obsessed with like how do i get out how do i get out and yeah. he is already at that point of like, there is, there's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've tried it all. <laughs> and so it's understandable that she doesn't necessarily just go like, oh, wow, really? There's nothing? Well, yeah. You know, like, I get that she doesn't necessarily want to just like give up completely <laughs> and just do what he does and just hang out all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the end of the movie, it still kind of felt like she, like, I don't know. It, it, like, it, it was one of the things that kind of bugged me about it. Uh, towards the end like obviously we've kind of jumped around but it's not that much of a plot driven movie considering that a lot of it is just repetition yeah and like we said it's kind of more about how what the characters say and do to each other and kind of stuff so we'll Mm -hmm. we'll get into all of that it just might not be in the right order (laughs) but time loop movie yeah it's a time loop what do you fucking what do you expect from me it's like once she decides that she is going to try to figure out how to end this Mm mm-hmm um, and is that the like sequence where, yeah, that that's like, he's wondering where the hell she went because she eventually bails on him. Right. And then she goes and tries to figure out 
how to end it and stuff. Yeah. Like she she takes a bunch of classes. She goes and learns quantum physics. Yeah, she goes and learns quantum physics. I had a big issue with this sequence. One <laughs> in a very petty way, and then one in a way that I feel is a little more substantial. Okay. The petty way is the fact that it's like, how could she take classes if the day resets? She would learn, but she would never advance in a course. And the fact that she's on a Skype call with like a professor and shit, it's like, how did she get a call with this person to explain her quantum physics to if she's Joe Blow nobody from, <laughs> you know, from fucking Austin? Yeah, like, I, I, I liked the wrinkle of like using the day to learn shit. They do that mm -hmm. in Groundhog Day, too. He like learns how to play the piano and does all this shit. So it's like that's a that's a sort of staple of it. Yeah. But just using it specifically, it was really just the shot of her talking to the professor. I like mean, her sitting with books, I totally get of like, and she learns. Yeah. She just reads it and she learns it. Yeah. But it's like, how does she, how did she get feelers out to talk to, talk yeah. to this professor? Like, why would he take her call? All of that is the petty yeah. thing. It truly doesn't matter. And I totally understand just being like, just, and we go. She learns it and she goes. Yeah. But that was also kind of my issue with it. The more substantial one is the fact that like, she just learns to do it. Like, he didn't? How long has he been in there? I mean, I mean, he doesn't seem like the type to think to learn quantum physics <laughs> or to think that learning some sort of something <laughs> would <laughs> would provide an answer out. He he seems just pretty I mean, uh, it just she doesn't seem like the kind to fucking know quantum physics or want to learn quantum physics either. She's is just sort of my driven cuz she <laughs> hates waking up to her sister's fiance. Yeah, which was uh, an, a, a thing that I I liked how they like teased it and presented that fact in the story where it's like, okay, so she, you know, she keeps waking up mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, every once in a while they might show, you know, a quick shot of like the bathroom door kind of ajar and you can hear like a shower going or mm -hmm. something something to show you that's like possibly there's a different there's another person there yeah then she goes goes on with her day and goes on to do stuff and you kind of don't think about it anymore mm -hmm. so when they finally do show it and it's like oh my god it's her sister's fiance and it's, yeah. oh my god that's why she feels so terrible and that's why waking up here every day is so horrible and i really liked that mm -hmm. i was not a huge fan of the way that it like the movie the movie provided us with that information finally you know what I mean? The movie yeah. was finally like, this is what was going on. And then that is when she like goes crazy. You know what I mean? Like sh when she starts like freaking out about shit and be like, who's that cop following us? And, oh, yeah. you know, let's do this. Let's try to do this. Let's try to get killed. Let's try to do this. We'll kill this person. We'll do this. And mm -hmm. he's like, what the fuck are you doing? He specifically says, and I thought this uh, as well, because I just wrote "yup" afterwards, it was just out of nowhere. You start acting like a child. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck is this?" Because it, and yeah, but yeah. at that point, we knew what we needed to know that she was sleeping with her sister's fiance. Mm -hmm. And it was like, "Okay, that's great. We know that now." Yeah. She knew this the whole time. Yeah, and only now is freaking out because we know that. Like, she didn't have a reason. To have such a like uh, a sort of dickish like heel turn moment, yeah. Where it was like she was kind of finally cool mm -hmm. and hanging with him, and it's like I get that it was set up like they have sex, 
mm-hmm. what she thinks is for the first time. Yeah. And then she wakes up after that and she's in that room again with him again. Yeah. And I get it that it's like, oh, it's a little, it's even more whatever than it has been. Mm-hmm. But it really felt more like it was like, okay, she has to act like this now because the audience now knows. Yeah. So she has to amp it up. And it was like, can you just, you've been in this day for so long now. You've already had the millionth birthday dipshit sign. You know what I mean? Like. She is in this now. Yeah. She is no longer like, oh, it's it's my first couple days and it's still messing with me. It's like <laughs> you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And your little freak out there just f- didn't feel right to me. I was like, why? Don't make her a jerk mm-hmm. movie. Don't do that. And then she kind of keeps this like too cool for school vibe throughout the whole end of the movie when they're going to like do the thing. Mm-hmm. And only at the literal last <laughs> moment does she finally give him any sort of validation of like, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of love you too. Yeah. You know, it's like he has his whole big speech outside, that wonderful moment of like one more sentence. Yeah. So that he has to keep adding to it and ampersands and yeah. colons and all that. I thought that was quite possibly my favorite bit in the movie. Yeah. Was him adding on to yeah. the sentence constantly. An emphatic period. It's just an exclamation point. I didn't want to seem desperate. Like that was that was so fucking wonderful. Yeah. But he just has this whole huge big speech and it's like, okay. Look, uh, yeah, I get it. It's sort of stereotypical, but at the same time, you've you've suddenly turned her into this like sort of like frigid, like I don't actually give a shit. I'm just trying to do something else. Mm-hmm. Like crack that shell. Have maybe have that moment. You know, get yeah. to her. Actually affect her. And then her first line after that is, "I could survive without you." Yeah. And then you know qualifies it with like, "But it would be less boring if." You were still here, so you know what I mean. It was like yeah. oh, stop trying, stop trying to be so cool and just give <laughs> in to the fucking moment, like it should happen right now. And just the fact that they push it off until that last second, yeah. And she asks, just, oh yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of love you. It's like just have the moment, movie. Stop trying to be so cool yeah. and like, ooh, you know, like that was and not an issue I necessarily had. Like, and it made me hate it. Because I really did love a lot, a lot, a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. Just sort of noticing, like, it felt to me, and there might not be any actual precedence to this. I haven't put that much thought into it. But it felt to me, especially after watching those other movies, you know, with the the sort of more standard lady, romantic comedy lady mm-hmm. kind of character. Yeah. Where in this one, it, you know, it was very much the like, not your typical rom-com lady kind of lady. Mm-hmm. And that seems to me like it's kind of become its own cliche. Yeah. You know, where it's like, yeah, we get it. You drink a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we get it. You're really dry and self-flagellating and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not that edgy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so, I mean, I obviously, I she was fucking wonderful in it so oh, i did yeah. not hold it against it at all but it was just like i'm i'm ready for the next stage of, <laughs> of you know however it mutates again yeah but if this is a send-off to that trope then i think it's a really good one agreed <laughs> hopefully things can move on from there <laughs> the romance of the movie uh was was wonderful because i felt like it was way more understated than yeah. so many romantic comedies yeah. do where it's like <laughs> romantic comedies just lay on the schmaltz 
so thick. You know what I mean? And there's always like the big grand gesture mm-hmm. and the big moment. And yeah. The, and this movie was way more just a lot, lot of smaller, yeah. way cooler moments of like real human sort of yeah, interaction that and was, stuff. It, it definitely seemed, despite being a time loop movie, it seemed more like a realistic, like how a like nice relationship develops. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a more realistic growth yeah, to relationship, I, not proposing after eight months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what was like, what was nice about it is that it was like these two people who didn't necessarily have, uh, you know, ambitions of romance mm-hmm. who wind up sort of more like just helping each other figure their shit out. Yeah. And through that process happen to sort of fall in love <laughs> again. That ending just fucking killed me, man. Just have her say it and like mean it and not be like ironic about it. Yeah. Just like uh, uh, her her big moment when she's like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's like a karma thing and I got to do something real selfless, mm-hmm. you know, and do that kind of stuff where it's like, okay, he's not necessarily doing anything there. It's not like he's like guiding her through it. Yeah. But just the fact that it's like that they're there for each other, like someone to throw ideas off of someone to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, just get advice on it or something like that. Yeah. Um, Which was another pretty good moment of like stuff coming back in your mind once you learn the the stuff later, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, she goes up and she tells her that, She's sleeping with her fiance, or yeah. that, or at least that her fiance cheated on her. Yeah. Um, the and, night but, before the wedding. Yeah, but you don't know exactly what it was yeah, when yeah. it happens. Yeah, yeah. That whole fucking bit with J.K. Simmons, though, like that's not oh. that that's the the non romantic <laughs> comedy side of the movie, where it's like yeah. it, it just needs some other crazy shit to be going on. Like it's a fun, fucking like concept of like you trapped someone else in this day and they hate you for it yes (laughs) you know which is so good and jk simmons just being Mm -hmm. like the dude that he's been the past like 10 years essentially (laughs) you know it's like he was he was this like grizzled Mm -hmm. asshole like villainous (laughs) kind of guy right Uh, like that's uh, a dad from juno yeah right or or the dad from uh well yeah well he was his dad uh, he was Andy Samberg's dad in um, I Love You, Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, he's just this like kindly old guy with that silly kind of voice. But then he can just like turn it on and get fucking crazy. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, it won him a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Uh, but so him rolling in and being this lunatic guy who hunts him down every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, every was, few days or so. Well, he he's, well he's, he says he has no idea, really. He's like, he comes yeah. around every... Oh, geez, I don't even know. <laughs> like yeah. months, days, I don't know, something like that. Can't even remember <laughs> anymore. Um, that section of the movie, uh, I, again, I liked that it was sort of not too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, it was the first time, the thing that like starts all the, the ruckus. Yeah. You know, of him hitting him with some arrows. <laughs> and then I think he, I don't think he shows up again until he's the cop. Right. And and then gets injured and what whatnot. Yeah, gets and paralyzed. Then, yeah, and then the next time we see him is when Niles goes to him. Yeah. <laughs> like 
I don't even understand what he <laughs> well, like thought he was even going to do. Technically, there was the flashback scene as well. Oh, right, right, right. To... The, where he explains how they yeah. got into this mess where they're just like he's relatively like uh, fearless because of knowing about the loop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, I saw the MC guy had a bag of Coke in his jacket, but he wouldn't give it to me. So he just <laughs> walks up to him and takes it. Yeah. Okay, I got it right here. It's like he just he has no fear of anything anymore. Because it's yeah. like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to restart again. Anyone who's mad at me is just going to They, they go won't away. be tomorrow. Yeah, they won't fucking remember. <laughs> who gives a shit? So that, it, it seems like that really impresses Roy. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's fucking awesome. We're going to fucking party with this yeah. guy. <laughs> and then Niles is just too messed up to <laughs> really uh, understand the ramifications of what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. When Roy says, like, oh, what a perfect night. I wish I could stay in it forever. Yeah. He's just like, oh, do you? <laughs> and yeah. takes him to the cave. And fucks everything up. Yep. Uh, and it's wonderful. And it really, I, I was, again, like I said, I was glad it wasn't like the main plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really glad that it actually like came to an end. Like it yeah. had a thing. It wasn't like, and then Roy just doesn't show up anymore. And he's okay. He's out there somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's like he actually he goes to his house and he sees him like at his like normal like world mm-hmm. where he's yeah. not a lunatic coming to murder him he's just a guy with a fucking family and yeah. everything and just sitting and talking to him and whatnot that was a great scene little joey's water and dog shit yeah he's got a bunch of weird kids and his <laughs> wife is wondering who the fuck this lunatic is he just showed up on the lawn looking for him yeah <laughs> which i never really i didn't really think of but it's like oh yeah that would be <laughs> like you know so many times in in movies where it's like somebody has like a secret life or something Mm -hmm. and they're just like someone shows up at their normal house and it's like come over here and they somehow get away with like having another person yeah in their house that they're talking to about something and nobody like catches on or is like what is it who is i don't know that person what's going on there yeah they always are just like no yeah it's perfectly secret and nobody will ever know (laughs) and in this movie it's the exact opposite where it's like look you need to go you are freaking my family out (laughs) like my daughter won't stop staring at you (laughs) but that was great and then him just killing him specifically the the great um line about it at the end it was like kill me one more time to beat the traffic yeah it's like you know you say you're not gonna kill me anymore like you've settled you're like whatever it's not worth it uh but also i need i'm gonna wind up in palm springs anyway so yeah (laughs) just shoot me with an arrow in the heart yeah (laughs) in a a fucking garbage can which is like what happens there does that roy then have a dead body in his garbage can for the rest of the day until it resets and in that timeline does that Roy then, does somebody find that corpse and they're like, holy fuck, Roy killed a guy. Like that Roy goes to prison. Oh, <laughs> poor that Roy. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> poor that Roy. Oh, man. But yeah, the reason, I mean, he goes out there because she goes missing. And that is when she's like going and, and learning and trying to figure out how to get them out of this thing. Yeah. Which, again, like I said, I just, there's something about it. It's not even necessarily a case of like, that could never happen, or like, why would I do that? <laughs> it was really more just a case of like, oh, that's what's going to do it. They're just going to learn about it. It's not going to be anything like, I was honestly kind of hoping once they had this plan, I was like, I almost hope it doesn't work a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, something about it, like, not in a sense of like, I wished they would just give up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's not necessarily <laughs> the point of view I had. Uh, yeah. But what, what kind of like 
truthfully what got to me about it in terms of like an actual like if this was happening and I got the information that they had Mm -hmm. at no point would I feel confident in what she is doing (laughs) because the way that she describes it she's like so I put the fucking C4 on a goat and I sent the goat into the cave and I blew it up and then I went back to the next day and the goat was gone and I'm like that just sounds like you're erasing yourself from existence yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you're ending a time loop. Yeah. Be- and it also, it doesn't make any sense at the end because when Roy shows up and sees Niles mm-hmm. and sees that it's like original day Niles who has no idea who he is. Yeah. And he's like, holy well, shit, it worked. It's like, but he's there. He didn't disappear. But the goat wasn't stuck in the time loop, though. She pulls the goat into the cave first. Oh, right. She brings it into the cave to get it into the time loop so that she can test it that way. That's right. I forgot about that. So yeah, it just it like it just seemed like okay, I get it that you're throwing a Hail Mary. Yeah. And if it kills you, you wake up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so it's not necessarily like it's some sort of like absolutely never. Mm-hmm. But it really felt like they he just they just jumped into it so quickly about like, yeah, totally that would work and it's like Again, the goat is gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the goat now doesn't recognize you because it's no longer in the time loop. Yeah. It is no longer on the plane of existence. <laughs> that That is like, I mean, I guess in the end they kind of go over it about like, would you be will, like, would you rather live in this day forever mm-hmm. or not live at all? Yeah. Uh, which is kind of heavy for, <laughs> for you know, a, a, a romantic comedy. Yeah. But like. If the question is posed to me, there was not enough evidence. Yeah. I would not have done that. I would have I would have but. tapped out. <laughs> like, no thanks. You can go blow yourself up. See you tomorrow. You you needed a <laughs> few more goats. Just thinking like there's so many fucking ramifications of, of the <laughs> of the like concept and everything. Like just imagine if if he was like, Okay, you know what? You go do your thing mm-hmm. and I'm just I'll figure it out myself. And then he wakes up the next day and he finds her and she's like, Hi, who who are you? Yeah. And he's like, Oh shit. And then he goes, I want to show you a cave. <laughs> and then takes her and gets her back. You know what I mean? Like, she wouldn't know that she had previously been trapped in there with him yeah. and escaped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what seems so crazy. It's like, he could just do it again. And yeah, I guess that other version of her got out. But this one, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, oh, God, she's lucky that he wasn't like super vindictive and <laughs> wouldn't have done something like that. Although then that also makes me think of like, what if Roy does that to him? You know what I mean? Like where it's like, yeah. oh, now I know and you don't. Yeah. Um, which then kind of brings me to like the biggest question of the movie that I want to know if I want to know if you wondered about this as much as I did or if it if you cared or not, if the movie went over it. How did he find the cave? What was his first actual first day? Yeah. You know, and it's like, I get leaving it ambiguous because it's like, it doesn't matter. He's been through so many. But in the end, I still kind of want to know what was his fucking for. Like, you know, how did he wind up way out in the desert and find that cave? Yeah. What did what did he do? I mean, I definitely wish that they had said something, but my headcanon, at least, is he saw his girlfriend cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And like went for a walk. Yeah, got drunk, went for a walk, stumbled upon a cave. Why is this cave glowing? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Yeah, walked in, and time loop. Mm-hmm. Something uh, real quick 
we're kind of coming down to the end here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but June Squibb as the old lady, uh, she was in that Nebraska movie. She was okay. up for uh, an Oscar a few years ago. She's just delightful. <laughs> uh, but that was another one of those things that kind of bugged me about the like, well, things happen. I don't know. It's up to you. Because at the end, she has that very, very specific line. Damn it. I didn't write the line. <laughs> I just wrote, what does June Squibb know? Because she says to Sarah something like, I guess you'll be moving on now. Yeah. And she's like, huh? Oh, that's weird. And I was like, what's up with that? And then the movie doesn't explain it. And that's just another thing of like, who oh, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. It's like, come on. June's in it too? Yeah. Like, what is that? Come on. What is she? She's she's Nana. Like, she's a real person. It's not like she's like an angel who showed up and nobody knows who this lady is. No, like, no that's a woman who's. She's the grandma. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's part of this family. But what she's she in, senses it, she she's just, in the time loop too. She knows everything. <laughs> she found the cave first. She dragged Andy Samberg into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it happened. No, he got her drunk. <laughs> oh geez, you know he because he banged everybody. He banged everybody. That, that that was like like I said about how I wish there were more flashback things. Mm-hmm. That was probably the best one. Yeah, <laughs> of just like everyone that he had sex with, even the guy from the pool. Yeah, it's just like just. Because why not? Like, yeah. what the fuck else is there to do? <laughs> like, I, was, I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, really, really enjoyed it. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, a great sort of fresh idea. Great cast. Great performances. Really good script. Like, as much as those tiny little, like, <laughs> logistical nitpicks I may yeah. have. Like, it's a great script. Um <laughs> Again, I just I wish that she just could have been cooler at the end and not yeah. trying to be so cool. Yeah. My only real gripe with it is that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially after watching those other two. It was like uh yeah. Sweet Home Alabama is, you know, has its own little bit of a twist on it where, you know, she's technically married to this guy and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then fucking love potion number nine with the just nonsense of love potions all over the place. <laughs> it was like, this one is also ridiculous, yeah. but at least the relationship part, the actual, the rom part of the, <laughs> of the rom-com wasn't like co-opted by, by the weirdness. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it wasn't necessarily the time loop that made them fall in love. Mm-hmm. They just used the time loop. <laughs> To their advantage, I yeah. guess. At least, you know, that sounds like it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but It makes sense to me. And the one final thing, the thing that I thought was absolutely wonderful, and uh, I don't even know who the, the woman was, but that fucking bartender. Yeah. She was so oh dry God. and, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one that one line right near the top when she says, here are the drinks you didn't pick up from the bar. Yeah. <laughs> that killed me, like, being, like, cutting and sarcastic about it, but without an actual attitude. Yeah. She's, like, so, like, just like, okay, whatever, kind of monotone about it. Like, yeah. not even really being that much of a jerk, but kind of being a jerk about it. Yeah. Like, she's she's a little passive aggressive. Yeah. Like, I, I, dug, I dug her vibe, and I thought she was really, really funny oh yeah uh but i think that that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week uh this is jeff and kelly no you're cheating on me you goof (laughs) 